Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alvern Bullard. Hello, and you're welcome to this podcast. This is Alvern, and today we'll be looking at how to get clients through Facebook ads, the ultimate guide. So Nelly sighed. Her business has experienced a great level of success over the last three years, but now she wondered how to get clients through Facebook ads. She knows that in order to take her business to the next level and generate the revenue needed to fulfill her dreams, it was imperative for her to scale her cash flow. Nelly had about 110 clients on a monthly retainer or subscription. What would be nice is if she had two new groups of clients. One is project-based clients for VIP day engagements and two consulting clients who needed more high-level services. Have you experienced something similar to these points in this business as well? You're making two to three sales a week on your signature offer. You are making between 12K and 15K per month consistently. It is your dream to get to 20K and then 50K per month, but you're not sure how. Just recently, I was listening to one of my peers say that they were unsure what to do next to get the results they needed in their business. In this particular resource, you'll learn a simple step-by-step process about how to get clients through Facebook ads. Okay, before looking at that process, it's important to understand why Nelly is interested in learning about Facebook ad or Facebook marketing. So let's spend some time looking at the latest Facebook advertising statistics. Say that, say that with three times fast. <laughs> Facebook currently has over 3 billion monthly active users based on an article from Demandsage. But according to HubSpot, Facebook ads reach 62.2% of all Americans from age 13 plus. In that same resource, we can see that there are over 10 million active advertisers on the Facebook platform compared to an audience of 2.25 billion in terms of advertising audience size. That means that only 0.45% of active advertisers are compared to the audience size. So 2.25 billion compared to 10 million, that's a 0.4%. So t- only less than 5, 0.5% of people on Facebook are advertisers, basically is what I'm trying to say. And let that sink in for a second. During 2022, Meta generated 1 point, sorry, 113 billion in ad revenue. This means they make $51 per person in advertising audience. And most users in the US are aged between 25 to 34 on Facebook. Facebook is used by 67% of social media advertisers and 25% of marketers say that Facebook has the highest return on investment. Now that you know all of this essential information, do you think Nelly's interest in using Facebook ads for a business is justified? I personally think it is. So let's look at the whole idea of the ideal client. So no matter how good Facebook ads statistics appear to be, it is really important that you answer this question. Is your target audience hanging out on Facebook? If yes, then it means that Facebook is a great platform to get clients. Having a clear understanding of who your ideal client is will help you to succeed with Facebook ads. The reason for this is that one one of the most intriguing aspects of Facebook Ads Manager is the ability to choose the right audience. This is accomplished using a process called audience mining. A few good examples of this are, known, are, are knowing who your target market follows 
what they listen to, where they spend their time online and what apps they're using to stay informed. If you if you know that they are like they they like shopping at Lulu Lemons or the Peloton, for example, and they spend winters at Breckenridge in Colorado every year, guess what? You can use Facebook audience targeting to find them. One of the first things you'll need to have in place if you want to find clients through Facebook ads is a business page or a Facebook page. All you need to do to get one is to sign up and complete your details. You can name the page after yourself or use a business or brand name. It would be best if you also have a branded email address and a website address. If you've been if you've never created a page before, head over to your personal profile and click the nine dots on the top right hand corner, right hand side, and you'll see the option to create a post, create a story, create a reel, create a page. You'll see the option there and you just click on it and, and it will let bring you to the page. Now the page over the years, the pages have become even more and more and more confusing, which can be frustrating um, for a lot of people because every time you nearly every time you go into to Facebook ads, sorry, Facebook platform itself, it gets confusing. So creating a page like years ago when I created my very first Facebook page, it was so straightforward and easy. Now, oh my goodness, there's so many things inside of there, so it can get very confusing. But don't feel um, overwhelmed. Just take your time and go through it and create that page. And please note as well, there apparently there are several different versions of the Facebook platform. So depending on where you're located, your, your platform might look different to the actual screenshot I left in the show notes. So to get access to the screenshot, by the way, head over to the show notes, success on scramble.com forward slash EP272. And you'll see all the information there um, in the show notes. Right. So after creating a page, complete the about section as much as possible. If you are like me and you have a business that's 100% online, then there's no need to include a physical address, a phone number or opening hours. Or if you want to put opening hours, you can just put the regular nine to five or whatever time you work. For example, I work from 11 to seven. Okay. Now let's look at the meta business suite. After creating a business page, you'll be given access to the meta business suite. Again, something that's extremely overwhelming and confusing but you get a hang of it. It's like a control center for all of your business needs on Facebook. You'll be able to upload images and videos to the library so you can plan and schedule and publish your content, including stories You can and reels. You can uh, link your Facebook page to your Instagram account. After getting a minimum of 100 likes on a business page, you can get access to insights, formerly known as audience insights, and you can see what's happening, you know, regards to your reach on Instagram as well as on Facebook your paid reach, your organic reach, all of that fun stuff. The scaled down version of this control center is called Facebook Business Manager. And if you want to understand the differences between the two platforms, I've left a link in the show notes. You can check out my resource that I have left and added there. In my experience, you're better off using Meta Business Suite because you get everything. And yes, it could be overwhelming, but it's well worth you know getting used to it at least when they make changes, you you know get a hang of it and you know where to find what. I know it's like I said, confusing. Okay, so many years ago, when I was a new kid on the block and learning about Facebook ads, I never realized how important it was to help Facebook and with tagging. Ta- oh, sorry, audience targeting. If there's one thing you need to do months or even years in advance of running Facebook ads, it is to install your Facebook Pixel on your website. You can use it to track uh, website visitors and to get. Uh, Facebook familiar with your particular audience. And here's why. The technology that Facebook uses, uses, like the algorithm, 
uses to find leads and buyers for your products and services is extremely good. Let me show you what I mean in real terms. A few months ago, I started running ads on Facebook to a specific audience. In that space of time, my ad has been seen by close to 17,000 people and I got over 500 leads from one ad set. So in total, I've generated over, or Facebook has generated over 800 leads from um, an audience who, uh, sorry, a reach or audience size of over uh, 17, sorry, 27,000 people. So one ad set brought me over 500 leads, but all together, since I've been running this particular uh, set of campaigns and all of that madness, 27,000 people have seen it and I've gotten over 800 leads in that space of time. Now, imagine if I were to give you a list of 17,000 people and ask you to use that to generate 500 leads. Will you be excited? I thought so. Definitely not. I wouldn't be. Don't give me any list of my 17,000 leads. I have other things to be doing in my life. And, you know, I prefer the, to be the, um, the show pony than to be the workhorse in the background. I let Facebook do the workhorse aspect of finding me, you know, deciphering from that list who the people are that I need to be talking to. That's why installing a Facebook pixel is not the easiest thing in the world, but, uh, and because the process keeps changing, but it is so well worth it. Rather than going through all of the steps here, make sure you head over to, to YouTube um, and get the most up-to-date method because like I said, it keeps changing every time you go in there you're thinking like, what? What's going on? Where, where, where did that thing go? Facebook just keeps changing things over and over again. But you have people who are YouTubers who would go in and potentially update their YouTube videos and show you how to go through it step-by-step step rather than listening to that step-by-step -step process on a podcast. That's ridiculous. Okay, so how to find the right audience since audience, audience is so important. As I mentioned previously, one of the most important skills that I develop running Facebook ads is the ability to do audience mining. It's very similar to panning for gold, but without the damaging knee or knees, messing about with metal detectors and covering a lot of a territory. So you can imagine going through a forest, like a hundred acre wood, like we need a pool with a metal detector trying to find some gold. Seriously? No, thank you. Uh, oh, I should probably should have mentioned my ad spent over that period of time. It's about $1,500 I spent uh, getting about 800 leads. So it's not a lot. If you think that's a lot, well, try going through a hundred acre wood with a metal detector trying to find some gold. That is a lot of money. I don't even know what the price of a metal detector is, but anywho, the point is that it takes time to do that. Whereas if you spend $1,500, you get Facebook to do all of the hard work of finding those leads for you while you go about um, generating income in other parts of your business. All you need is a great understanding of the habits of your audience and access to the section of a tab of the business suite called audiences. It is advisable to develop a, or create a safe audience before creating a campaign. To do this, head over to all of all tools inside of your, um, your Facebook business suite. Scroll down to a section called audiences. When you click through, you will see the ability to create audiences in there. Again, head over to the show notes success and scramble.com forward slash EP272 and you can get access to all of these screenshots as well. When you click through to create an audience, you'll see the option to create a saved audience, a custom audience, and even a lookalike audience. Choose the option called saved audience. Once you do that, you will have the option then to go ahead and do what we call audience mining. So let's have some bit of a time looking at audience mining because it is like where many people get it wrong all the time. 
the most effective campaigns are the ones where the person running the campaign has invested time and effort in audience mining. For the purposes of this resource, we'll choose the option to create a safe audience so that when a campaign is created, you, we can just choose the audience inside of the campaign. After choosing save audience, you should get a pop-up that uh, window that looks uh, that has uh, audience name, custom audiences, locations, uh, um, age, gender, um, uh, languages, and then another section, which I'll jump into in a, in a minute. Make sure you give the audience a name because, uh, of course, it will not let you save it with a name, but give a name that you can, that, that's recognizable, that you remember. You can name it based on the actual targeting of that particular audience. So choose a name, give it a look, choose a location, choose the age range, the gender, and the language. Next, you'll have a section which is the most important section of all called detailed targeting. Earlier on, I mentioned a specific audience. People who own um, or had an interest in Pelotons, wear Lululemons, and spend winter every year in Breckenridge Ski Resort, guess what? In the detailed targeting section, you can literally go and choose this. Choose someone who, choose people who are, uh, wear Lululemons or interested in their apparel, never, probably never bought it, but they, they browse the website. They probably own a Peloton or have, have Peloton on their wish list. And mind you, uh, Facebook tracks people who visit or interact with this content on other websites, not necessarily only on Facebook. They probably might go to the Lululemons website, go to the Breckenridge Ski Resort website, go to the, um, the Lululemons website, and they can sip, simply tell difference between um, people who work there and people who actually are, I guess, potential clients or clients or customers. So Facebook can, can go down to that granular level of detail. When I selected all of these three, my audience size was 62 million, which obviously is too big. Uh, recommendation that you'd have an audience between uh, 2 million and maybe 10 million max. If it is, you're gonna run Facebook ads. 62 million is just way too broad. It will take them a lot of time to find um, your particular um, potential clients. You, you can think of uh, Facebook ad audiences like a, uh, a jug with water in it and with several blocks of ice in it. The blocks of ice are your potential clients and it will take Facebook time to find those blocks of ice in the big jug of water because you know they're just, they're just searching every inch of the water until they find your client. And these, these blocks of ice are tiny little blocks of ice. So that's why the bigger the audience it is, it takes much longer for Facebook to find your potential audience or for potential clients. Whereas if you have a smaller audience, it takes a much quicker time to find them. So anyway, I opted to narrow my audience further and, cho and choose those or chose those who had an Instagram business profile admin. So people who are uh, business owners, I suppose. Uh, yeah, business owners who are in business, basically. So it wouldn't be an employee. Well, it could be an employee as well, but most likely a business owner. So my audience size then dropped down to 2, .2 to 2.5 million, which is a bit, a bit more manageable. Okay, next we're going to look at the Facebook ad funnel because this is so important. So if you know your audience, who they are, what they do, everything like that, but how do you get them as clients? How do you filter that down? How, what's that experience or process looks like? Another well-known secret is to step your potential customers through what we call a Facebook ads funnel. When you look at the buyer journey, there are several stages in, to include the following. The brand awareness, the consideration, the decision, and the retention. 
So you can develop a set of Facebook ad campaigns that take people from becoming aware of your brand to signing up for a lead magnet, joining a masterclass or workshop and purchasing your offer. Finally, they purchase again and become a raving customer. Here's a big hint for you. People who are loyal to their brand include regular buyers of the following brands. Starbucks, Apple, Lululemons, Pelotons, and Whole Foods. And when you think about it for a second, what do people who buy one Apple product eventually do? Or especially if they buy a laptop, they'll buy an iPad, they'll buy the f- iPhone. People from Starbucks, they'll buy all different things from Starbucks and go through the Starbucks drive through I mean, they have these kind of loyal following people. And if you get, if you, you, you might want to create a sticky brand so you can get a, a loyal following, they will buy anything that you put out on the market. And I know a lot of companies or business owners who does this. Okay, Facebook ads funnel, phase one. The first step in that journey is to write down your business goals and to get people to know that your brand exists. This can be achieved by creating all of one of the following, a page likes campaigns, video views, engagement. You'll notice that in each of these campaign types, a very low commitment call to action is required. So for the page likes, it's just to like the page. Video views is just to view the, the videos. Engagement is just to comment and like, engage in the actual posts. Um, and that's it. I mean, they can share it as well. So there's very low commitment. They don't have to exchange anything with you. They can like it or just pass it straight in the feed. You can create ads using single images or videos by adding the images at the campaign level or using an existing post that's published on your page. In the no like and trust factor phenomenon, potential clients are getting to know your brand with this particular campaign type. Engagement campaigns are an excellent way to build social proof. Phase two. Phase two, now that you they have seen your ad or seen your brand once or twice, it's time to test that brand recall with early generation activities. People are now required to give you their contact information in exchange for something valuable. This can be achieved with the following kind of t- types of campaigns. Instant forms where they have to enter, you know, their email address or whatever it is you want them to enter. Conversions, so they instead of going to um, instant forms is on Facebook itself. Conversions for um, leads is just on your own website landing page. You've got Messenger, so you're asking people to send a message. As you can tell, that is a much bigger step compared to liking a post or anything like that. Using any of these methods will require you to test your pieces of content to see which one will give you the qualified leads. My advice would be to start by using the one that has the lowest path of resistance or quickest results. You can start with instant forms to collect email addresses and then move them to a landing page um, a landing page lead campaign when you find a winning lead magnet. Phase three. Now that your potential clients know you, like you, it's time for them to trust you, which is achieved with sales. Here are the campaign types at this level. You have conversions, which means you're sending them directly to a sales page from the Facebook ad. You've got messenger ads, and you've got a booking a call. So messenger ads is you do the ad and then you ask people to message you to get to, to buy, to, to place an order. And then booking a call means that instead of actually taking an order, you're asking them to um, click through and book some time on your calendar um, so and have a chat with you. As you can imagine, that's a much higher, like it takes a lot of more energy, motivation, um, commitment to make those kind of decisions. As I said earlier, Facebook has this cool technology available that knows who the people 
um, are who will complete forms, engage with your content and make a purchase. So in other words, the people who do phase one are not the same people who do phase two are not the same people who do phase three. Facebook knows, already knows who the buyers are, who the um, kick tire kickers are, who the, the people who will actually enter the deals and not buy, who they are. All you need to do is choose a specific audience with the right amount of pain that will take action. A clever trick is to test all the different offers you have available uh, to use a tripwire offer. You can test three to five different offers to see which one will convert. When you find the one that makes the most sales, it's time to send traffic directly to that sales page with this particular offer. After you have your first 50 results or sales, you can create a lookalike audience so that Facebook can easily find more buyers based on the results that you've gotten so far. Also remember that you can build as many lookalike audiences as you want. By country, by region, by age, you decide what it is you want. Okay, phase four. At this point, you have your first 100 buyers and you want them to buy other offers from you. You can email them and advise them of your new offers and you can use retargeting ads to get them to buy those offers. So they might go to the page and they might not have buy uh, and then you retarget them all the way in, across the internet um, until they actually buy. Uh, this is achieved by creating a custom audience of the previous customers or people who take a specific action. When you create a custom audience, you will see a window that looks like a one I've included in the show notes. Head over to successandscramble.com forward slash EP272. Then choose a website and you'll see a different window that looks like one other one that I have let there that say people who visit a specific page. Remember that you can create as many custom audiences as you want to get the best results for your business. After you've done this successfully, you'll be able to choose this as an audience inside of your Facebook ad campaign. How to get clients with Facebook ads in, an, in a sort of smaller nutshell. Now that you have a better overall understanding of how Facebook ads work using a phase approach and a funnel approach, let's look at how to bring it all together in a neat little bundle or big bundle. <laughs> number one, you create an offer. Quite a number of people get this piece wrong. So let me explain what I mean. If you have a program that teaches people how to become a better person or better version of themselves through personal development, then alongside that program, you'll need to create an offer. The offer is the container or packaging that you'll be using to sell and deliver your program. Your offer is the content that goes on the sales page in order to tell people what your program is about. So your program is different from your offer. An offer is very different from the program and is used to put a framework around your program to get a specific result or specific results. Only after you've spent time creating an offer, you'll have completed it, that can you create but other smaller items like a lead magnet. When you are super clear on your offer, it becomes super easy to create a lead magnet. Your lead magnet should be designed to bring people into your world by solving a small problem or answering a few questions. It can also give them a quick win. That is lead magnet. So you have, first you have the offer, then you create a lead magnet, and then you have what I like to call remove the creative burden bundle or offer. Depending on your type of business, the next level up from a lead magnet could be a template or planner that's high value at a super low price like $7. For example, if you are new to Facebook ads, you'll come to realize that there are a lot of assets that you'll need to create like ad copy, images, lead magnets, videos, all of that fun stuff. How would you feel if someone else could create an offer um, 
it gives you a shortcut like a template of images or template of lead magnets or template of ad copy that you can customize so that you don't have to create those from scratch and they only sell it for seven dollars would you not bite their hand off to get it in the same way with your audience think of how you can remove that creative burden from your audience by giving them a high value low cost offer this seven dollar offer can be used as a tripwire then running when running your first set of conversion offers. Number four, appointment bookings or events. Depending on your type of business, once you have the potential client on your list, you can nurture them with email marketing, then invite them to book an appointment with you and close the deal. That's how you get a client from Facebook ads. The alternative way is to run an event like a challenge, a workshop, a masterclass, a webinar, and at the end, invite them to work with you as a client. The secret to getting them on your list or in, into your community, like a Facebook group. So you've done all of this hard work. You've you've um, done through the four-phase funnel. You've gotten them on your list and then you nurture them and ask them to raise their hand and say, do you want this? What do you want? How can I help you further? So you're probably wondering at this point, that is all about a good ad. What about, how do I know what's a, what's a good ad? So let's look at all about conversion rates. The one thing that everyone needs to look out for is a good conversion rate. If you have all of the elements of your Facebook ad campaign ready to go and you're apprehensive like many people because you are scared to lose money on ads, here's some advice for, for you on how to tell if your ads are performing well. If your cost per lead is between $1.50 and $2 or even less, each then check the other statistics like your CPM, your uh, CTR click-through rate, your CTR click link click-through rate, and to see how they are performing. Here's a good rule of thumb. Your CPM should be $30 or less. That's the cost per thousand, $30 or less. Your CTR all should be 4% or higher. If not, you need to change the image on the ad. Your CTR link click-through rate, you'll actually see all of this inside of your Facebook ads um, dashboard. Should be a CTR link click-through rate should be 1.5% or higher, if not change the copy. If all of these are bad, so your lead cost per lead is high, your CPM is high, your CTR all is less than 4%, and your CTR link click-through rate is 1.5 or less than 1.5%, then the possibility is that your lead magnet is not the correct one or your audience is off. This is the reason why people hire people like a Facebook ad manager to figure this all out for them. And if it is you need someone like that in your life, I've left a link in the show notes so you can book some time in my calendar. For sales conversion type ads, you'll also need to look at the cost per conversion and the re return on ad spend or ROAS. There isn't a fixed rule for, ad for spend on sales conversion ads because it really depends on the lifetime value of your customer or LTV. I know all of this is probably sounding confusion, confusing, but please head over to the show notes successunscramble.com forward slash EP272 to see all of this in your face so you can know when you're running your ads what to look out for. So if your customer spends $2,000 in lifetime value um, and stays with you for 12 months in total, then you'll need to decide on the customer, the course, the, the customer acquisition cost. Um, so how much you're willing to spend to acquire that customer who will spend $2,000 on you and stay with you for 12 months. Remember to factor in all of the costs like your lighting, your heating, your software, your staff. And maybe you decide, okay, I'm willing to pay up to $300 for one lead um, to, to, when, it always, when the ads are running and then it's successful. 
you're going to spend up to $300 a lead. So you can work on that lead to bring, uh, and then your conversion rate maybe is 50% to bring that particular lead into a customer. If you're willing to spend that, then obviously make sure it is, uh, that's what I'm looking for. Make sure it is profitable for your for your business. Make a budget, stick to it. Don't, don't waver because then you'll find yourself running into difficulty and then have a bad feelings about Facebook ads. Okay, so let's look at some frequently asked, asked questions. Here are some popular questions that you may have when it comes to setting up and running your Facebook ad campaigns. What's the best audience for Facebook ads? There are several ways to figure this out without a lot of work. If you already have an audience on a blog, social media, then do some research on those, on who those people are by looking at the analytics. You can also go to Facebook ads library and see what other people in your niche are doing. When you find one that one ad that resonates with you and matches your offer, similar to your offer, have a look at who is engaging with the, the ads by going to these people's profiles. So you, you see the ad in your feed, you look at, you can do a click and look and see why am I seeing this ad? You can see there, but you can also look at the people who are commenting and engaging with the ad. Go and look at their Facebook profiles and see who they are, what where they're living, you know, what it is they like. Look at their, their last, you might not be able to see all of this. You can friend them, but I doubt. Look and see what other groups they belong to, you know, that kind of a thing and see, you know, what it is they're talking about, what it is they like, what do they spend time doing, etc. Uh, next question, do Facebook ads get any better over time? Yes, they actually do. Great question. The first seven days, you allow the algorithm to t um, time to understand who your target audience should be based on the engagement in your in on your copy and images and all of that. And after, the f after that first seven days, you may need to tweak the ad copy and images. It's a good idea to keep updating the images to give Facebook several several types of uh, content to keep the ad set fresh. Um, and then over time, you'll notice then, like I don't really, I've touched my ad, yes, over the last few months, etc. but I haven't really done anything with it because it's performing and I don't touch it. I've raised the ad budget, I've lowered the ad budget and it still performs really well. Yes, yeah, some days I get one leads, um, some days I get seven leads from that and I only spend $5 a day. And, but all in all, the actual statistics, so the actual numbers are the same. I'm over 1.5%. My um, CTR is over 4%. You know, all of that is in tune. So some days are poor, some days are excellent. And then as I look at it maximum over time, it's perfect. What are the three types of targeting on Facebook? The three types are uh, of that main audience. So the one that I was telling you about with audience mining, the lookalike audience, and then you have the custom audience. So if you're doing retargeting ads, or if it is you want to upload an existing customer list, those are the three types. Which niche is best for Facebook ads? Any small business owners who are selling their offers online, uh, your business will need to have either us all of it or a section of it that can handle the digital side of things. If you're an old brick and mortar business and you sell um, chicken cubs and you have nothing, like you don't even generate leads online, you're probably not a good, a good fit for thing. And you need to deal with people locally, but not necessarily locally because you can do local ads as well. But say if you don't touch online, you don't even have a laptop, <laughs> something like that, then you, you're probably not a good fit for Facebook ads, but most uh, businesses are. Uh, it could be lead generation, it could be processing orders, it could be, um, you know, running events. It could be so many different things you can use Facebook ads for. Next question, how much does it cost to run Facebook ads? So depending on the type of ad that you um, start, you can start from as low as $2 a day for page likes campaign or engagement campaigns or $5 a day for lead ad campaigns, or you can go $20 a day for sales conversion campaigns. 
um, $15 a day even for Facebook, for sales conversion campaign. It just depends really. Um, for sales conversion campaigns, you give Facebook a lot of um, money to find the buyers. So the higher that budget is, $20, $50 a day is the better. But for lead ads and engagement campaigns and stuff, you can start with $2, $5 a day. It doesn't really matter. I have met so many small business owners and entrepreneurs who are terrified of losing money with Facebook ads. And I can see why, you know, you want to see an ROI straight away. But if you use a funnel approach of first making them aware, generating leads, nurture that audience, and then getting them to buy, then you the chances of you losing money, quote unquote, per se. Yes, I've spent about $1,500 this year on Facebook ads. But uh, even though I've spent that amount of money, I've built a list and I'm nurturing that list now and I'm about to um, make an offer to them to buy something. Um, but you can, it, it's not a, um, a done in a day unless you already have social proof and you already have a, um, our existing customers that you can use uh, inside of your funnel where you can use them as video testimonials and all of that. It will it will be a much quicker process for you. But if you lose $6,000 on Facebook ads, it means that you're doing it all wrong and you should really take your time and work, you know, that, that process of that funnel of first, you know, awareness and getting them interested and building that no like and first trust factor, etc. Putting them inside a Facebook group, building an email list, all of that fun stuff. I personally was there once upon a time, but instead of living in fear of something that I could help with my business, I decided to master it instead. I've always said to my fellow business owners to start small with Facebook lead ad and then take a bigger step along the way. Using Facebook ads is a great way to grow your email list when compared to depending on traffic from a search engine. I can tell you, it can take you one whole year to grow your email list to 1,000 subscribers. And to be honest, you need more than 1,000. You need about 3,000 subscribers to, you know, really make a dent in the ocean. Um, if you use Facebook ads, you can be, take between one and three months to build that same list and not spend that much money. At the end of the day, using Facebook ads is one of the fastest ways to land clients when you need them like yesterday. This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way, you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next next episode.